Hey, Oncers, welcome back to another Once Upon a Time After Buzz TV After Show, Season 6, Episode 5, Street Rats. I'm sitting next to one right now. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I can show you the world. I'm just going to have to code it. Tell me, princess, yes. now when did your last... Yes. Hi! Yes. Right. The magic carpet. See, we always have to have a special guest to sing for us when yes. we can't do it ourselves. <laughs> yeah. um, hello, everyone. I'm Tiana Hobson. Thank you for joining us tonight. I have my lovely, beautiful, amazing co-host, Roxy Stryer, next to me, who I love so much. I'm just a street rat. <laughs> I do have Isn't the, that right, Tiana? <laughs> this is the second week in a row I've kind of picked on you in my cold open. That's okay. I can take it all day. Guys, yeah. I'm Roxy Stryer. You can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer, and I'm very excited to be here tonight. Yes. Dakota T. Jones. Woo-hoo. What's up, guys? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Mr. Dakota T. Jones. Professor Serafini. Yes, hello, everyone. I'm Rosa Serafini. You can follow me on Twitter at Serafini TV. And you may have noticed we have a very, very special guest on the couch with us tonight. Yes. You might know her as, I don't know, Princess Jasmine. We Maybe. Just call her Karen. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, Karen David. She arrived in style today with her magic carpet in hand. Yes. We may have fought over it. Briefly, yeah, but you know, yeah. pictures coming soon. Yeah, she won for now, but I'm get that. Speaking of which, did you just <laughs> find that magic carpet on the street, or where's that magic carpet? <laughs> you come know, because I thought it's it's tradition now. Yes. you know, with Galavant, we had the jewel of Valencia, and I thought, well, we've got to do something now. So when I was filming just a couple of days ago in Vancouver. I was asking the prop department guys, is there anything I can take? And they're like, no, because we're still using it. Because I wanted to bring the scarab. Oh, uh, yeah. I thought that would be kind of good. Uh, but not yet. Not so yet. Um, instead, <laughs> <laughs> I got this mini magic carpet, That's which amazing. actually is used for your car as your car mat. So <laughs> I had a laugh when they, when they showed me this. And I was like, I'm going to bring this. I love it. And, 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 and fly on it. Yes. Well, I love, I love it. it. I love <laughs> it. I'm so happy you brought it. Thank you. Thank you for thinking of us and me and my thievery. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to see it in like, the back seat of Emma's car in one episode. Yeah. And be like, yes! <laughs> that was here. Yeah. I saw that. Um, so, I mean, this is, I'm so happy that you're on the show now. You're such a great Jasmine. And, I mean, just for you, what has the fan reaction been? Because, like you were saying earlier, this is such a you know iconic role and you just played a princess, so... You're kind of nervous about reactions from people? Oh, I was so nervous. I was excited like a little girl when I got the call um, with the news that I'm going to play Jasmine. Uh, but it's such an iconic and beloved you know, role that uh, everyone loves the Jasmine Princess, Al- uh, uh, Princess. Prince Aladdin <laughs> story. Right? Um, and, and, you know, there is a pressure uh, because it's such an iconic storyline that you have to keep true to it. Obviously, there's a once twist to it. Um, and, and I did not want to let the fans down and Jasmine's got a, it's with her, the character, it's more measured because she is very regal. Um, and, uh, there's, there's so much that she can reveal of herself to others. And at the same time, she's very sassy, (laughs) (laughs) seeing the dynamic between her and, and Aladdin and the cheekiness uh, between the two of them was, was so much fun to play like we had so many laughs on set um so I, I was really excited but yeah very nervous and nervous about tonight in a good way because i just hope that uh all the fans were happy and they they loved uh they loved both of them together so i'm just overwhelmed by all the support so it's it's just making sure that i keep them happy yes. <laughs> i know surprised? i was happy but i wanted that kiss so yeah, bad. yeah. yeah. you guys were hilarious <laughs> I know, we are rooting for it. Every time we got so close. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. We were like, oh, oh. That's going to be too easy. This is once upon a time. It can't be that easy. That's no. true. Yeah, exactly. I literally true. wrote in my notes, the Sultan cock blocked the kiss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got yeah. cock blocked by your dad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. yeah. With the cheekiness that you're talking about, did any of that surprise you watching it back? Or was that, there anything in this episode that you were part of where you were like, wow, I'm surprised they went with that take or that choice? Well, this was the first time I was watching it with you guys. Mm-hmm. So normally, I think I told you guys, I, 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 it's very tough for, 
for me and for a lot of actors to watch themselves. So the first time is horrifying because I just want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no, why did I do that? Did I suck in my stomach a little bit more? Or why didn't I do that? You know, or that apple pie shouldn't have had that. Um, <laughs> you you know, looked amazing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like Eduardo Castro and the whole costume department are amazing, FYI, as you guys know. Um, I was When he showed me the sketches of the costume, I... I just became a little girl again, and um, it, it was it was so exciting. It was really exciting. But um, the cheekiness, uh, when you read the script, you know that there's going to be some play. Oh, it's like great. We can play. We can we can have fun with each other. And Dennis and I, <laughs> we do. Um, he's very cheeky as well. So we end up like having a laugh uh, all the time on set, and. Um, we're, we're just enjoying it for what it is in the moment. And I love the little things that they really have paid homage to, uh, homage <laughs> to, yeah. uh, uh, to, to the Aladdin storyline, you know, with the apple toss and you yes. know, those little yeah. things there. Those are really, um, those are really cute and really mm-hmm. funny. So about that apple toss, we were expecting the little apple bump to... So apparently it's, it's physically impossible. You know? <laughs> they, they, they had this, um, they had the stunt guy come in and, uh, and he was telling us that to to roll off the back, like from here and up and over to come rolling down, or maybe that he was just saying that. <laughs> but it didn't look it didn't look easy at yeah. all, you know. And and he made it look fluid and so easy. And he did, he yeah. did. Yes. I guess gravity you can't really help. No. So <laughs> something can't physically be done. Yeah, right. Yeah, with the apple. But poor Dennis and him had to um, eat a lot of apples. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I feel so I bad think, for that. And I, think they were, I think they were appled out after that. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't want any more apples, right. guys. <laughs> I can't um, imagine that. Yeah. There's so many apples in these stories. That apple. The, the, the apple. Yeah. 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 I, guess, I like apples. It's Me like, too. Don't give apples or apple pie a bad rap. Exactly. Yeah. I, I just realized why kids don't like apples sometimes. Yeah. It's connected it's to like, bad things yeah. happening to people. Okay, well, let's change that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Exactly. <laughs> apples. Good for you. Yeah, good for yeah. Princess Jasmine says absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I mean, I know that you are still filming. Things are still ongoing. But could there be a chance that we get to hear Princess Jasmine sing? Uh, you know, it's it, that. There's been talks. Um, I know a lot of the fans really want a musical episode. Yeah. And when I came on board, they were like, "Oh my gosh, you have to sing because it's so." The show is so. The storyline is so synonymous with Alan Menken mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the music too, so it plays such a huge part of it. But I, I didn't know because this isn't uh, a musical like Galavant was. Um, this is unique in its own way. And I said, well, I could, I could sing in between takes. <laughs> but, but the fans are like, can you pretty please sing a snippet of um, a whole new world? So I, uh, I was in my trailer this week and. Um, I just quickly just did a snippet and posted it on Instagram. So I think I think they were happy. Yes. <laughs> I watched it. It was very good. I was we all yeah. 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 It was amazing. Well, I want thank you. I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I just take you everywhere. We love you. Yes, uh, please. Uh, <laughs> fan club right yeah, behind you. I the magic carpet right there. <laughs> That's right. Have fun. Um, no, I, I wanted to do um, a duet, but Dennis insists that he doesn't sing. He says he's tone deaf. And I'm like, oh, you're just saying that. He goes, no, 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 seriously. I can't. And, and so he won't let me hear him sing, so I don't know. Oh, you um, have to get him to. I have to, but he insists that he doesn't sing. So I said, okay, well, what am I going to do? I've got to sing it with an Aladdin. So I was at the Carmel Film Festival this weekend, and I had Danny Pudi and John Hida and Rizwan Manji, and I said, okay, can you guys sing with me? And so they did this impromptu thing, and I was supposed to sing with them, mm-hmm. but they were on different keys, <laughs> and so I didn't know when to come in, so it was like, and then and then I just thought, you know what? I'll just let them sing the song. Yeah. And I posted that on Instagram too. So <laughs> So there are my three Aladdins. Yes. I mean, lucky me, I got serenaded by three Aladdins. So. No matter if it was in the wrong key or not, right? No, yeah. no, no. No, it's fine. How often does that happen? You're right. You know, right? <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, well let's let's dive into a little bit of tonight's episode, especially with Aladdin and Jasmine. I want to talk about this whole Agrabah story storyline and where we are with them and I I mean like you said we got to pay so much homage to the movies with this with seeing Aladdin steal from people mm-hmm. and being a pit pocket with and... Emma having seen the movies <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah that was so and funny, funny right, right? Yeah, and, and, and we're looking at it like what 
Yeah. yeah. What, what, what's a movie? Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. Which is great. Um, I, I loved it. But what I loved about what they did with the story is instead of it being, you know, Jafar kind of coming to Aladdin and being like, here's, let me take you to the Cave of Wonders because I need something. It's Jasmine who actually is the one like, hey, I need to hire you to help me defeat the Jafar and I need to go find this, um, you know, what was it? Diamond, the, in, the diamond in the Rough. Diamond in the Rough. Yeah, yes, they use that too. Yeah. Jasmine was a little more sneaky than I thought she was going to be. <laughs> yes. Kind of thrifty, you know? Yeah. I like I, I like I love this portrayal that you brought to your character. Were there any differences between, you know, obviously the movie reference and yours that you like you really wanted to portray in your character? I think it was more, um, I mean, Adam and Eddie are so great. I, I, I've watched the show before and I, I binge watched uh, a couple of seasons before I started too. Mm-hmm. And so you fully trust that, that you know that they're going to add those really cool twists and it's a sort of a more refreshing take mm-hmm. to what is the obvious, what you'd see. I like the fact that they did... I mean, ja- a lot of people, we were talking about this, um, a lot of the fans were thinking in last week's episode, episode four, that um, she was a bit sneaky and could she possibly be evil? Right. We not? talked about that. Yeah. We thought you might pull a pan on yeah. her. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, evil Jasmine, no. Yeah. Could it be? And she's so protective, obviously, of her identity yeah. in light of Hyde because she doesn't know that Hyde you know died so so in her mind she's like I've got to keep my identity and this is what I was saying when when she was being questioned in the sheriff's department I thought okay that's when I knew when they first told me Adam and Eddie told me that you're gonna be you're gonna be in jail I was like what I've only been here for a hot minute (laughs) but I thought oh no 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 that that's the way in to the once upon a time family that's how we work straight to the sheriff's office right that's how you should feel at home if we say come to jail it really means come for tea you know and it's so much street cred too yeah. so I figured you know um, no I'm kidding no wait no yeah. don't yeah. go that's don't not go a good jail. thing yeah. um, all your fans are going to be alright no, I've got to find no, the nearest no, jail no, so no. commit a crime um, but I like the fact that um, she she has an agenda but it's she's feeling a lot of guilt mm-hmm. um, which we'll find out more throughout the storylines because um, she is the princess and she sees the effect that Jafar's having with his magic on her father and, and rendering him completely useless and making him into like a childlike mind um, that he can't be an effective sultan for Agrabah. So um, Agrabah is falling because uh, Jafar has his evil master plans of mm. taking over uh, and then wants to rid Jasmine and Aladdin. So I love the fact that she is cheeky and that she's not what people immediately think. And she has to go a roundabout way. I, I loved when we did the market scene and <laughs> she just starts shouting out to everyone because she's like, that's the only way she's going to get a thief. Right. Mm-hmm. She has to play him at his game. She can't be like, oh, the, uh, you know, she's got to be the cheeky and very um, determined uh, princess who has this agenda. Who knew that Jasmine was such a blackmailer, guys? Yeah. Right? Like, she was... One more. She yeah. was extortion. Yeah. Yeah. I know this is not a good look. Is this she was like, okay? this is just right out of the box. She was yeah. ready to go with yeah. it. She but the like, stakes are so high, and, and, you know, the fact that her kingdom is falling apart in front of her own eyes, and she has to take matters in her own hands. So if it's blackmail, then it's then blackmail. That's right. <laughs> and if blackmail leads to, to love, maybe I'm doing everything in my life wrong. <laughs> yes, that's what I was thinking. I need to find a nice lady to blackmail because <laughs> things are not working out for me right now. I'll tell you what. Try going on a magic carpet. It yeah. works with all the ladies. It, yeah. <laughs> Such a chick magnet, I've right? heard. You literally sweep them away. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's right. I'm so curious about your relationship with Aladdin. Obviously, we want to get that kiss, and we want to see what's going on there. But I'm also curious about your relationship with Oracle. What's the deal there? What's yeah. happening with Oracle? Yeah, I know you man. can't tell us, but what can you tell us? Yeah. Well, so you saw what happened in the woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Oracle is the one person in this crazy world of Agrabah where everything's falling apart. That The Oracle is the one steadfast supporter um, for, for Jasmine, someone that she can confide in. I mean, they were really good friends. So it's, um, it's, it's all revealing itself when we find her in the woods and we're wondering who who did that Mm -hmm. who did that and that's I love how and this is what I do love about Once Upon a Time is how everything is intertwined and layered into other subplots and storylines so it has a domino effect so Mm. yeah but we see the bird bird? is working with Jafar and then the bird with Oracle so now I'm curious the bird's like um, again it's like homage to uh, Iago Mm -hmm. Um, there's such a funny story with the bird (laughs) when we were doing that um, scene 
Uh, so <laughs> Ted had the bird, and and the bird was so patient, and it was really good. It was a real first, bird. It was a real bird. Oh, okay. For like the first ten takes we did on different angles and all that, it's a big scene, and the bird was really well behaved. We were like, wow, <laughs> this bird's staying there. It's just like got good posture and everything yeah. like it's good right it's, it's a good bird good bird and good then bird. just as we said that it was getting very tired and bored mm. and so it starts picking at Oded's costume <laughs> on the shoulder and it was just like picking so all of a sudden because he thinks that the little beads are food pellets yeah. so he's starting to eat at it and it's so funny to see him go ballistic trying to go shake 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 shake, shake. <laughs> and we're trying to keep the st- <laughs> straight face thinking uh, I think your bird's hungry <laughs> when's the last time you fed him right. but he was going he was going mad for Odette's shoulder and then after uh, a break then he actually he did a poop oh. <laughs> <laughs> on Alana's shoulder and so when he turns around you see this big kutunk, and I'm like oh I'm pretty sure that's on camera <laughs> that's too funny so first it's like wait uh, your bird's trying to eat you and then second of all he's trying to poop on you yeah yeah and finally dad is like do we need him for this shot yeah. <laughs> can someone take a bird but he was yeah. a good he was a good bird for most part that's <laughs> called being crap out of luck yeah. oh. <laughs> thank you I'll be here all night yeah. Yeah. actually only for the next 30 minutes <laughs> um, and I just wanted to talk about the Cave of Wonders too real quick because we saw a lot of things in there too that kind of made me very happy like um, the little monkey that mm-hmm. got, Abu. yeah, mm-hmm. that was like a little Abu because the whole time I was like, oh, I want Abu to be here too. I know. And so I was yeah. happy that they, you know, found a way to incorporate Abu in there and then just the whole, you know, like having to take the the gym off and put the monkey on there. It was very like Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. I knew, I was like, Marissa sees this. <laughs> I, I, was like, I was like, Professor Serafini is on top of everything. <laughs> so I, and I'm like, I got it. I actually got a reference, yeah. guys. <laughs> Set design wise, I just loved it in there. Yeah. I thought they did a great job. You walk down those stairs and this room is like, pow. Yeah. Did it feel that way on set? Oh, it's it was so magical. I mean, it's a combination too of green screen as mm-hmm. well. But mm-hmm. when they showed us what they were going to put additionally, on top of what they already had I mean they had so many gold coins and jewels and it was yeah. just it was so lush and extravagant and so lovely like you just wanted to dive in to like yes. <laughs> the treasures and all that that were all about um, they, I mean they do such a wonderful job it was it was like being a kid again it's it's when I was a little girl, never in a million years did I think I'd be playing Jasmine. It's every know? girl's dream. I know, yeah. you know, it, and and I I just feel so lucky, and I'm grateful to have parents that told this. I was a pimply, one massively pimply teenage, <laughs> you know, teenager, and I, you know, I just couldn't see anything like that. I knew I wanted to act, but I just didn't know how with this infestation of acne on my on my face and stuff. But I'm so happy that my mom said. I'll never forget. She told me when I was about eleven. She said, "No, no, you you could be a princess. You could be Princess Jasmine one day." We were having a laugh. She's just joking. Wow. I never believed her, and so I was, you know, walking onto those sets and in those costumes and um, being with the whole Once Upon a Time family, and that you know, with Snow White, and like I'm kind of fangirling as a girl inside mm-hmm. too, because it's like, <gasps> I mean, the costumes are just—they're magical. Do you have a favorite of the princesses? You know, I I love growing up. Because I, I, we had Princess Jasmine. I love Pocahontas, mm. Esmeralda, uh, because those are the ones that I could immediately relate to. Because they kind of, you know, were sort of the same shade, you know. And I thought, okay, I, that that's really cool. But obviously, I love Snow White and Ariel and Cinderella. So that all was, of them, yeah, pretty much, yeah, all of them. Yeah. 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 Fine, all of them. All They're of exotic people. to me just as much. So. Yeah, <laughs> I know that a lot of people in the chat wanted to know what was your favorite scene to film in this episode today. Oh gosh, we were so spot for choice. Um, but you were in a lot of scenes. It was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a I didn't sleep heavy. that week when we were filming. <laughs> <laughs> there was no, so it was full on. You busy? Um, it was busy. I I love that um, scene towards the end of the episode where we're saying bye to each other, but mm-hmm. not saying bye. And when I read the script uh, and having watched all the, the the episodes of the past series. Um, Adam and Eddie had written that our parting was very similar to that of Snow and Prince Charming when we fir- when they first met, mm. and I was like, oh my god, and I I I got chills, you know, um, and and I just thought, oh yeah, that's right, and and like goosebumps all over, because and I played, I went back to that episode in season one, and it was it's mirroring sort of that, 
So having you know Ginny and Josh set such an amazing example of that scene, I thought, oh gosh, well we've <laughs> got to do our take on it um, in homage to that as well. So um, that was just a really that whole scene was just so lovely to see them together. Mm -hmm. But of course, I loved you know when we were going to the Cave of Wonders and us you know it was so fun. I mean the chemistry is. Um, between the two is, is just so much fun to play into. Yeah. And I love that in the Cave of Wonders you said as you wish <laughs> yes. to him. And I was like, I know what you're doing yes. there. So I good. see The it. attention to detail that the writers and Adam and Eddie have put towards this whole storyline. And you'll see, you know, some more uh, lovely things that they've done. It's, if you want to just really tell special. us, you can just go for yeah, it. Yeah, no. <laughs> go for it. Feel free and open. We're all friends here. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's you know we're all. I'm on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you guys get me on the couch, my heart pours yeah. out. It's just us. It's not like anyone else is watching. Exactly. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's like, right. Okay, no one's watching. <laughs> I gotta say, my favorite scene was the one in the Cave of Wonders, just because that scene is so iconic in the yeah. movies. And I just I loved that. Um, the fairy tale just in that story so that was one of my favorite scenes just because you know that's usually where like genie will pop out and mm -hmm. all the treasure and stuff and as a kid i just i wanted to like transport myself into that scene because it's just so much so many riches so like the the romance obviously that you guys put into the scene and just seeing how they put the little details in with abu and everything like that was just awesome and it fulfilled everything that i wanted to see in this episode in that one scene Yay. yeah 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 that's really great to hear this is interesting coming from i think it's Orion more. Are there going to be any more Jasmine and Henry scenes? Because you guys could figure out a solution to the problem. You know, mm -hmm. Henry's a clever, clever lad. So, um, and I love, love working with Jared. He's he's such a pro and he's such a gentleman. Really? Um, well, and it's his little brother, so of course. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? Yeah, I was going to say, right? Um, it was so funny because we had all my crying scenes all back to back. I was exhausted. I was like, okay, Karen, you got another crying shot. And I'm like, oh, another one? I'm like, all right. You know, so it's like, and it was just so much crying. And, and, and Jared was such a trooper because I was like, okay, okay, wait, Jared, I've, I've got to get into that mode where I can cry again. I'm going to cry because I need to cry again. Um, uh, but he was, he was so lovely. I'd love to do more scenes with, uh, with Jared too. Who knows? It could be another Operation yeah. Cobra. Snake. Something. Yeah. Cobra yeah. Mongoose. How do you oh, do the That's right. <laughs> Keeping it Agrabah style. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty. Um, like, I, I love the scene when you're with all the charming family. You're like literally with everybody. All like the main cast on the show. What was it like filming with them in that type of dynamic? You know, I was, I was like the first, it was like the first day of school when you go on set and I actually got a funny story because um, on the first day I well first it was with Ginny and I could not have hoped or dreamt or wished for a more loving and giving actress to work with on the first day I mean because you know it's my first day and I'm like oh god you know <laughs> I mean it is Jennifer Goodwin <laughs> and this is Snow White um, and I just love the fact that there's this budding friendship between the two of them um, and, and the thought of Jasmine and Snow White together just makes my heart just want to burst because, you know, the, the little girl in me again is very excited. And meeting the rest of the cast and the crew, they're like one happy family. Mm -hmm. And um, we have such a laugh. Josh and Colin are hilarious. <laughs> they're so cheeky, and I love it. They're so lovely. Jennifer, Morrison, Lana, all of them, Emily, Robert, they're, they're all so lovely. I feel really lucky to have come on to a show um, after, you know, getting over the loss of, you know, Gallivant um, coming to an end. And the timing was just so serendipitous. But the fans, whilst I was doing Gallivant, were so steadfast and insisting, no, you've got to play Jasmine one day. And, you know, I almost feel that they did play a huge part in making something like this happen. I just can't believe the timing of it mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. Um, and, and everyone on set were uh, huge Gallivant fans as well. And they're, they're just, they're all so lovely. And they all sing. All of them. That's why we're wow. asking they for a musical episode. Yeah. You know, so it's like you were just putting it Except out there. For yeah. Yeah. Except for Aladdin. Except for Aladdin. He can just sing and luck. then, you know, someone can sing behind. That's I right. don't know. Yeah. Maybe Dennis yeah. is not telling the truth. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it could be Dakota. Yeah. Um, right. I'll blackmail him again. Yeah, blackmail him again. That's right. Blackmail him again and it'll work. Yeah. I mean, it worked the first time. Right. And speaking of Gallivant, just as a fan of Gallivant, I know everyone's wondering, do we know? Because there's petitions out there, and especially since it's airing on Netflix. Netflix now that you guys could possibly come I think, back again? You know, I don't want to say no. Um, I think uh, 
there are talks of maybe pitching to a Netflix uh, a, a Gallivant movie. Mm. It's all legalities, uh, yes. you know. It's 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 really down to legalities and all that, um, which is boring. No one wants to hear mm. that, but that's the truth of the matter. Um, since the show's gone on Netflix, we've just attracted an even bigger audience. Uh, more and more people are watching the show, which warms our heart, and it's so it's so wonderful and amazing. They're like, no, we need more of this, and that fan petition that's taken off has been incredible, which we're so incredibly uh, overwhelmed and, and so grateful for. Um, so let's see. Uh, at some point, that's why we're telling the fans, you know, keep telling other people to watch the show, rate it, um, and, and there could be a Gallivant movie down the road. Uh, they certainly are open to trying to pitch for that idea. Oh, so that's awesome. Uh-huh. We'll see. It depends on everyone's schedule. One of the set pieces I was curious about is the hourglass. I just have to know, yes. how did you do that? Were you in something? Was no, that, that all? was all, that was green screen. Wow. And it was tricky because uh, it, it's trying to get your bearings, you know, to make <laughs> right. it look real. And um, You're like a mime in that yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it was so funny. They were teasing me because I was like, <laughs> like that. And I'm like, like, get me out! It's like you know, like doing that all the time. So, but you don't know because sometimes it's at an angle. So technically, your hands, you know, slightest details, mm-hmm. it's got to be, and it's 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 not easy. But you got to use your imagination, and th- they're so great, the special effects guys, um, Craig and and the gang, and you know, they show us the pictures on screen of what it would look like. But I was so excited that that iconic, like again, you yeah. know, yeah. she's going in the hourglass, and and to see Aladdin swooping down on his magic carpet I mean that's again I, I was like a little girl throughout the whole thing I was like yeah. oh yeah I remember that yeah. oh god yeah I remember that too and I could get so excited in the high pitched voice and, and, and um, it was I'm so glad that they added those you know details to it we need a magic carpet ride you, yes. yeah right like the, the, maybe that's an iconic scene we might see yeah who knows maybe. perhaps that's great um, and I wanted to ask because at the end um, you know Aladdin he shows back up and I mean, you're like, hey, I need you. Agrabah's falling apart. So without spoiling as much as you could say, like, what are we going to see with how Jasmine reacts to Aladdin having given up his Mm. powers? Because, you know, that was one of the things he was scared to tell her about. Yeah. Well, she doesn't know yet, right? She has no idea. You guys, everyone knows but Jasmine. (laughs) She's like, you know, typical relationship. She's the last one to know, Mm. right? Everyone else knows. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where that that goes. I mean, they write uh, as they go along, so even we don't, you know, they got to keep it a secret from yeah. us too. So yeah. we're like, oh, and we're all like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? So. And I love that you told us earlier too that you don't even know who's under the hood in Emma's No, vision. no, 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 not yet. We yeah, so that. see guys, it could be anyone it still. Could. It could, and that's what the anyone. crazy thing is, is a lot of times we always think, oh, the cast knows everything. They know what's going to happen three seasons down the line. And it's insane that they keep this, these things from you guys as well because they may not know yet one or two they just want to keep it as secret as it can be because you yes. never know like you could be talking to a friend and it comes and out and that's what it is more yeah. um, could yeah. Jasmine be under the hood oh. we don't know oh, oh my god oh, I know I don't know <laughs> oh dear am I the dark one now we yeah. don't know what her and the oracle were really up to guys yeah, we're gonna see we're gonna see the dark one dagger and it's gonna be Jasmine <laughs> Oh, well, that would man. certainly be a different twist <laughs> altogether. Yeah, that would be kind of a fun challenge. Yeah, yeah. they would, yeah. and I would, I would love that. Um, but obviously, the other half of me is like, no, God, no. Yeah, yeah the girl and you that like loves Jasmine and Aladdin yeah. together. Yeah, right? You're like, no, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, well, does anyone have any final questions for Karen? Oh, just one more. Like, I love the chemistry between you and you know Aladdin. Uh, how many did you do like a lot of audition process or like a lot of screen tests with him just no, to like, get the chemistry? Dennis and I never met. Um, so I'll tell Wild. you about my casting. Uh, I I had just come back from filming a show in England called Cold Feet. Um, so I was in England for until May, and I came back, and then I went for the castings a couple of weeks later in June. And when I went in, when I read the description, because they have to use pseudonames, because it's such a huge show, yeah. and mm-hmm. you never know. So it was Shahrazad and Sinbad. So I was like, oh, wow, that's a great storyline, and I got really excited. <laughs> Maybe a and, right? And, and I, I know those stories very well, mm-hmm. and um, she's a Sultan storyteller. So they said she was very regal, worked for the Sultan's court, but was absolutely fearless. Like, if there could be an army of men that are going to kill her, and she'd be like, whatever. I can take them on. And I love that about her. That sounds like Mulan. Yeah, Yeah. right? Yeah, and so I thought, okay. So I actually thought, maybe I'll just wear 
I'll, 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 I'll kind of go more the tomboyish route a little bit because that's what I assumed. And so I kind of went in um, and I wore this. I wore my Galavant blouse that I went in for my testing for Galavant, but a different outfit, everything else. Jodhpurs, old like boots, medieval sort of boots. And I went in. When I went in, I was surrounded by beautiful, beautiful girls who were dressed like princesses. Oh. They were like, one girl was wearing like a, a tiara, another one was wearing an ornate necklace with these long dresses. I mean, they went to town and I thought, oh my gosh, what have I done? How could I have gotten this wrong? Clearly, they all knew that it must have been for Jasmine. And I'm like, I don't look like, wow, they're all dressed really nice. Yeah. And I look so, I look like a street rat. <laughs> and, and, and I thought, oh, I'm so doomed. And I was so nervous. And I was like the last girl. And they were all looking at me like, really? Really? What are you wearing? You know? <laughs> so when I went in, um, uh, I was told, <laughs> I was told that it was for Jasmine. And I had a very long pregnant pause. And they were asking me, are you all right? And I was like, no, no. I'm fine. Uh, I'm just having a fangirl moment right now because <laughs> this is like my childhood flashing right before my eyes of what I always wanted to, to do. And I said, it's probably a good thing I didn't know it was Jasmine until now because I'd be really freaking out yeah. nervous yeah. now. Um, so that just kind of gave it a different spin to it. Because I asked, I said, well, how regal is she? It's not like she's a princess or anything. And they're like, well, actually, it's it's Jasmine. And yeah. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, so it, it was... It, just going in, I didn't. I didn't meet Dennis. I was so mm-hmm. curious to know. I knew whoever they cast was going to be brilliant, and of course, when Dennis walks in, I was like, "That is Aladdin." Mm-hmm. I was like, "When he had the fez on and everything," yeah. and we came out for the first time to reveal our costumes to each other. We were like, <laughs> "Oh my gosh!" And it was really exciting because right from the process of doing the hair and how they were going to put the crown on and everything, you could see it's like painting, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden you get the full sketch of what she starts to look like. So. Um, it's just been one adventure, and, and I'm excited. Um, that sounds like a fairy tale. Yeah, yeah. It, is. it is. It does. Well, thank you so much for joining yes. us. I know you thank have you. to get to your event, so we're going to let you go. We won't hold you up anymore, but thank you for coming thank in. Thank you. Yeah. There shouldn't be any traffic on that carpet, I, You know, yeah. I th- if I fly on this, I'll get there. Because i got to be there for the West Coast feed. So. Yeah, you got to get to the West well, Coast Well, if you're feed. ever back in L.A., you've got to come back. Can I come back? Yeah, yes. absolutely. And we can just, like, you know, have popcorn. Yeah. Do yes. another round of tug of war. Yeah, I'm going to win the next round. You're going to win the next round. But I don't know. These back. I, I like it. you a lot. I really, really, but I, I've known her longer, so you got to be loyal. You know about loyalty. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. yes. Oh, see? You're using the loyal card. Yeah. you got to be All real. Right. Uh, but let the fans know where they can find you on social media um, to talk to you about everything Jasmine and whatever else is going on in your life. Um, I'm at Karen David on Twitter, and on Instagram, I'm at Karen David Official. She's official, y'all. Yeah. You know, no, because there's another Karen David. <laughs> oh. And so she was not happy because she gets tagged all the time. So I said, what do I do? So I put official. Danny Pudi to this day, he always calls me. Hi, Karen David official. I'm like, <laughs> like, you're never going to let that down. Oh, heck no. He's like, no, Karen David official. The other one needs to give up the name and add it. If she doesn't want to be tagged in things, right? she should change the name. I know. Exactly. Right. Legally have your name changed. Yeah. It's fine. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. No big deal. Um, well, thank you again for joining us. And yeah. please come back again sometime this season. We would love that. Yes. Thank you. Yay. Thank you. Yay. And thanks to all the um, AfterBuzz fans and all that for tuning in. Because it means course. a lot to all of us. Yay. You guys are the best fans ever. Yes. Yes. Best Jasmine ever. Okay, so you can ditch those, the headsets. We're yeah. going to keep talking all things you once upon a time. Now, don't talk bad about me. We, we would never talk bad about you. Yeah, that's right. As soon as that door closes, yeah. we're going to start talking yeah. all the crap about you. I wish I could you. think of something bad to say. I can't know. <laughs> Bye. Bye. See ya. <laughs> oh, there's two doors. Yeah. 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 See ya. Definitely. She's lovely. She's she awesome. Does. Awesome. She's the best. Um, so the absolute worst. Oh my god. <laughs> she really was wonderful. And watching the episode with her was so much fun because she really was like looking up and then she was kind of giggling yeah. and then looking down, so looking good. up. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Loads of fun. You know, seeing it now though, it literally, I could not see anyone else playing Jasmine after seeing her tonight in the episode. Because last week we saw her, we knew it was Jasmine, but we didn't see some her. of us. We some all of us knew. <laughs> some of us did. Yes, we did. But um, we didn't see her you know in the clothing for jasmine so this week seeing her as jasmine in the iconic story that we all know and love just seeing her
her in the costumes with like her attitude everything it was just the perfect jasmine i could literally not see anyone else playing jasmine yeah she totally embodies that character yeah. and what you you're expecting and what she brings to the screen that you weren't expecting yeah mm-hmm. it's a great balance and the fact of her being able to um like live out her childhood dream just makes me love that she's Jasmine even more. I know. People in the chat were saying you can just tell with her smile how much she really loves what she does. Yeah. But what do I know? I'm just a street rat. Uh, <laughs> but you're my street rat. That's true. Hey, Aww. I told you I'd help you. I said in front of our guests that I would take you aside and tuck a war. Yeah. I said that. I Loyalty. Alright, alright. So let's let's talk about we talked about um Aladdin and Jasmine a lot. Let's get into um this whole Emma thing that's happening so she is determined to find Aladdin because she's like hey my visions if say all saviors don't die then maybe there's hope for me mm-hmm. um the problem with that is that um the evil queen kind of gets involved a little bit and yeah but she, oh my yeah. god the poor thing Archie with now the cricket and the whole thing oh, I, know. I was right. so I knew we had Archie back because you know they had announced that he would be back for a couple episodes but what they never tell you is how many episodes people are going to be around for and yeah. when you should like expect to lose them again. Or like, you kind of need advance warning yeah. so you can prepare your heart. So right. every episode when Archie shows up again, I'm like, oh, Archie's here again. Okay, awesome. Like, this is great. And now he's a freaking cricket. <laughs> Do you think he's going to stay a cricket for long, though? I no. think that... Until his filming schedule changes. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I think it opens up like, hey, this is why he's gone now. Yeah. <laughs> he's just a cricket. Do you think it'll like take as long... As it does, you know, to get Dopey out of a tree. And, oh. Like, they have to, like, oh. It's going to take someone other than the main core group to yeah. find him. Because clearly, I know they had a lot going on. And I know that they did go try to find him. But I just didn't feel like people were really concerned with the fact that the evil queen had disguised herself as Archie. Yeah. And got Emma to confess her secret to her family. Yeah. Doctor, patient, confidentiality. Yeah. I on mean, fleek. <laughs> it's, it's crappy the way it happened, but it's actually good that it happened. You gotta remember that. Right. Like, we're always questioning, like, when is Emma gonna say this? When, when is she gonna tell them? I mean, like, yeah, it, it was unfortunate the situation she had to do it in, but now the family knows. Yeah. I think that the evil queen thought that she was messing up their lives, also getting information, but really thought this was gonna tear them apart. And I was excited to see that I think it's actually getting them closer together. Yeah. Joke's on you, evil queen. But then, that's what I'm thinking, until the scissors come into play mm-hmm. and hook my dear love hook. Come on, hook man. Hook her for life. Hook her for life. But boy, come was on, I man. disappointed. Yeah, and you they know, say no more secrets. Oh, he now has a secret. Exactly. And, and she said that at first she didn't think she might be able to trust him with the secret of her having the handshaking and like her maybe dying. So she couldn't trust him, and then she gives him the shears, and she's like, you know what? This is me showing you I trust you. And then he screws it up, so what is she supposed to do next time? Believe him? Right. Charming, keeping secrets from Snow right now, Mm -hmm. but, you know, Mm -hmm. looking for his dad, maybe. Hook, keeping secrets from Emma. What season are we on? One. Yeah. Season one. It's six. Season six. Thank you. I did love the the tie-in with the fates and the shears. Kind of bringing it back to Hercules and Underworld. So it's like, even though that story's over, it's still relevant and Mm -hmm. it still ties into this current story. Agreed. So I have to, because I I have to argue um, for Hook for just a second. And I know that he is wrong in what he did. And I know that... You know, his consequence, there will be consequences for his actions. But. Hooker for life. Hooker for life, first of all. Stand up for your man. Mm-hmm. Second of all, Emma has been keeping this secret from him for so long. You could tell the whole episode that it was affecting him. And I love that what we didn't, he didn't have to say anything. He was just around in scenes. And I found myself in the background like, wow, he's like over there moping and no one's even noticing mm-hmm. that he's moping right now. So he was showing the signs the whole episode. That's why I knew when she gave him this. Cheers. I was like, he's not going to get rid of those, girl. Like, you haven't been paying attention to your man to see how he is actually affected in a way, way deeper than how you think this has affected him. Mm-hmm. So I say that to say that I know he did something wrong and I know he will grow to regret it, but I think there is also a reason why he did what he did. It's kind of like the dagger all over again, though. Mm-hmm. You know, we yeah. pretend mm-hmm. that the dagger's gone, the dagger's not actually gone, and hopefully we end up needing the scissors for something, and what he did actually benefits us. Yeah. But what I don't want to see is him keep the scissors around, tell Emma he doesn't have them, somebody steals the scissors from him, and now can use them against Emma. Exactly. But could he use the scissors on the dark one? Ooh. 
You know, no, because he's not the savior. It only works on the savior. I think so. But we don't know that, but that's what I would think. I just feel like, especially with the previews for next week, we're going to find out more about Hook's story, and that something in his previous lives will come into fruition of why he reacted this way to yeah. what happened. Because mm-hmm. I do think that there is a reason why people react to things and that leads them down the path. Right. So I'm not saying what he did was right, but I'm saying what's the reason behind it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's his motivation right I now? I get that. Speaking of the whole right and wrong thing, I do want to say to you that I'm sorry and that I did not see this coming. I thought she was going to finally go on the straight and narrow, <laughs> but you're so correct when you're talking about Zelina. Thank you! <laughs> and I was super disappointed because I, I, I had not given up hope and I had really wanted to believe her, but no, she lets us down again. I, I'm so glad you brought that up because I was going to bring that up <sighs> and like go harping on Zelina again, but then I get a lot of flack <laughs> again. But again, it's another situation where Zelina could have chosen the right path could have done something, and she's she's just so brainwashed by Evil Queen mm-hmm. in the fact that she might get some acceptance for her wicked side. No, again, she just she has the opportunity and she chooses wrong every time. Okay, so you guys know I'm a big Zelina supporter, but mm. I totally saw where the Evil Queen was coming from this episode, and where Zelina was coming from. It makes perfect sense. Evil Queen only has one person, and that one person is Zelina. Zelina is a little bit of an attention whore. She needs that love. She needs that attention. She hasn't gotten it for so long. She has mommy and issues. She has mommy issues. She has family issues in general. And abandonment And issues. Regina doesn't give Zelina the love that she needs. Right. She just doesn't. And I, I'm not saying that that falls... I'm not saying that falls on Regina, but I do understand why Evil Queen would be much more appealing for Zelina in this situation. It isn't to Zelina about right or wrong. It never has been. So we have to appeal to a different side of her. It's about showing that you are loyal and you are supporting. Right. And Regina, although Zelina doesn't deserve it, has not shown those things. And Evil Queen, even though Zelina doesn't deserve it, has shown those things. So when Evil Queen was speaking tonight, I was like, she's kind of dead right about this. Now, the one thing that bothered me about Zelina was leaving Robin. Leaving baby Robin. (laughs) Yeah, that was a little Because that's your kid, man. So, you know, you don't don't do that. She left him with a trustworthy person, She doesn't know that. She doesn't I mean, know that. And then she turned the person, the trustworthy person into a cricket. Yeah. Exactly. So that, that was messed up. But I loved watching them at the spa. I loved watching them wick it out together. Mm. What was three it? The bear three bears spa. spa? Yeah. <laughs> Hysterical. Really so cute. But Roxy, I, mean, I am glad you said that because one thing that I did write down was who is motivating Zelina on the side of good to stay good? All she has right now is the evil devil sitting on her shoulder right. saying, come to the dark side, come to the dark side. We're silent angels. It's silence. silence over here because they're so wrapped up in their own stuff yeah. that they don't notice other people around. Just like Hook today, but no one was noticing how he was feeling the whole time. Right. Like I get that, but it's not themselves. like Zelina's g- actively going to the Charming family and saying, hey, what should I do? No, but I, she's also not actively going to Evil Queen and saying, hey, what should I do? Because the Evil Queen is actively going to her. That's the point. And I that's feel like yeah. exa- exa- sometimes that's exactly you just want it. people to come to you. Evil you. Queen is coming to her, and Regina isn't as much. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Regina, I'm really surprised she isn't because you know we saw that loving moment where you know their mom went to heaven and, and they were able to hug it out and like want to be in each other's lives, and then Regina kind of just left her on the the back burner for a while because they're having everything that they're doing, but at the same time they have to realize that. Zelina has had a dark past, and if they're not there to be like, hey, how are you doing? Hey, you want to come over for lunch? Like, she's never going to just finally be no, 100% good again because they're not actively reaching out to her. Yeah, they have been. They're, they have. There has been scenes where Regina does go to Zelina and be like, hey, my evil sister is running about. Do you know where she is? And Zelina admits that the truth. It was like, hey, yeah, I actually do know. So, like, we have seen moments where Regina goes to Zelina, but she only, and then she always finds out the wrong way. But she only goes to her when she needs something. Right. And that's and the almost, problem, because the whole struggle in season one, two, and part of three, with Regina trying to stay on, like, the good side of things, was that she was never being included in stuff. Mm-hmm. And as soon as the Charming started including her in things, remember when they were all celebrating at Granny's that one time, and she's on the outside, like, looking in, and mm-hmm. she'd actually help save the day that time? Right. And they didn't think to include her. Once they started including her is when Regina... Gina became a better person once she was uh-huh. in her favorites and like the group text that goes around like hey we meeting up at granny's tonight Yo. come through 
That's when Regina finally (laughs) became a good person. It's not Regina's responsibility, but Regina's smart enough to know that if you want somebody to come to the good side, you need to give a little more TLC. And she's she's not right now. I think Evil Queen, in general, I just think Evil Queen is playing a smarter game now. Mm -hmm. And Regina, you got to step up your game because I love you, girl, but you're falling short and Zelina's going to the other side. Well, we did say in last week's episode, Evil Queen is always a step ahead of her. So, Yeah. yeah. Come on, Regina. I love you, but like, let's and, get it together. And last week, Regina realized she's going to start picking holes in the family where there's weak Cracks. points. And she's like, Zelina, I need to go see my sister. And then, you know. Right. And every time that, that, that Regina has reached out to the evil, or to Zelina, every time Regina has reached out to Zelina, it's almost been like a thing where she accuses Zelina of something. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Zelina's not going to want to stick around or even talk to you or give you the time of day if you're constantly, you know, subconsciously accusing her of things like have you seen my sister oh well you must have something to do with it i wouldn't want to like be around someone who's constantly accusing me something even if but then it is true but yeah uh, but the the first time there's actually good reasons to accuse her but the first time whenever regina like kind of accused her of something she was innocent but then the next time she wasn't because she probably was like well you know regina doesn't actually care about me Mm -hmm. and speaking of regina i just want to talk about this scene as well when she finds out about emma's um vision she's like wait i'm not there where am I? And it's like that awkward of like, mm-hmm. well, is they, she gonna piece it together? Yeah. She's, gonna, she's gonna piece. Oh, you think I'm under the hood? And her reaction and how she felt about that, I felt so bad for her in yeah. that moment. Yeah, I mean, it, it was definitely warranted because she's proven time and time again that she's trying to be good. And then the fact that like they just set it up to make it sound like it's Regina under the hood. Yeah, I'd be hurt too and yeah. like want to leave. And then even though she did leave, she's like, I'm still trying to save you, even though you think I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. Yeah. So I did like Emma's it was, it response. Wasn't an it was like Emma, Emma's like I'm not dreaming this and thinking that like you are this person. It's right. a vision that I keep having, and I don't know who's under the hood. You Apparently, know, the cast doesn't know who's right. under the hood yeah. either. The thing so. that, that messes with me the most is she's like, "Well, you you're the only one who wasn't there." People are busy. Like, what if Regina is like <laughs> chilling at home? Hundred percent. I think about that too. Exactly. There's a lot of people who weren't there. Yeah, she wasn't there. The baby wasn't there. But they don't accuse the baby, do they? No. Exactly. Why does well, baby Robin in the chat are actually <laughs> yeah. accusing the baby? Oh, wait, really? <laughs> so, yeah, they're saying Robin's under the hood. Bell wasn't there? Which oh I think God. they're kidding. Bell's not there. there. Bell's not in the episode tonight. So, Bell was nowhere. If, if she's like, everyone's around but you, that's not true. Like, everyone could be doing other things. Like, not everyone's always together. Maybe, you know, Regina's back home making an apple pie. But I think she was just like, saying, like, mm-hmm. the family was all together. Okay. Right. All like, right. it's the family is all there, but where's Regina? You had a great prediction about that, though. I, I don't know oh, if we're at predictions. Well, I think we should get into, before we do predictions, um, should we announce a Once Upon a Weave yes. winner? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go with my pick, and maybe I'm biased because she was here, but I think Princess Jasmine yeah. gets mm-hmm. um, the Once Upon a Weave award for this week because not only was her costuming great and flawless but all of that Agrabah stuff like her hair was just flawless and the way that the tiara placed like so nicely on her head and everything mm-hmm. so that's who I'm giving it to how about you guys I would say the exact same thing no bias that she's that she was here but I definitely agree yeah I, yeah I agree too although I will say my once upon a hair in general is Regina because her haircut is amazing mm-hmm. it is. she looks so good I oh. always think EQ, uh, EQ, I have it in my notes EQ as evil queen me too like, oh my gosh. her hair is always on point. <laughs> Always. Well, today, Always. I meant to write Evil Queen, and I wrote Evil B-I-T-C-H <laughs> by accident. Freudian slip. Sure. Yeah. Accident. Oh, sure. and Roxy, some redemption for you, because even in the episode at the day spa today, they talked about Rumpel's haircut yeah. and how sexy he was yeah. with it. So, and, and trying to get on that. So I was like, okay, it made me think of Roxy. You know, Thank you. I, I, I agreed with her last week, and I agree with you Thank now, you. too. He was not there tonight, though. He wasn't there. No. Nope. It was all about about. Jasmine and Aladdin tonight. Yeah. Okay, um, so let's get into some predictions for next week. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Under the sea. Under, under the, the sea. 20,000 leagues. Under, under the sea. Um, so next week, I just, I'm just i just going to say this. It looks like we're going to get a lot of hook, and so I'm happy. Yes. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> Hashtag together. Hashtag. Hashtag for life. Hashtag hook up for life. Yes. I think, I mean, I'll, I'll say it. Um, I said it outside. My biggest prediction is that we see the evil queen shape shifting into um, what's his name? Cricket. 
Yeah. Archie. Archie. Archie, yeah. She keeps, you know, she was switching into him. So I think that the evil queen might be shape-shifting into Emma to get answers from some people. And in the middle of that, someone in the hood, whether it be Emma in the hood or someone else, is stabbing what looks like Emma, but really it is the evil queen shape-shifting. Mm. So really, that might be the way to get rid of the evil queen. Who knows? I love that. I think, I think that'd be an amazing twist. Yeah, I think that's really good. Um, I you. think because this is a future vision, mm-hmm. I think because it hasn't happened yet, they're going to alter it. And somehow we're going to eventually get to the scene, but it's going to play out differently than what we saw. Yep. And, it, and I don't know who's under the hood because it really, if they change things, it really won't matter who's under the hood so long as it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm just hooker for life. So yeah. this time is just all I saw was hook, and yeah. so now all I think about is hook. Was, was there anything boat. else there? I, I, don't, yeah. I don't remember what one of you guys were saying, but you said that you thought maybe Hook's father was to come into Nemo. play in the next episode. Marissa. Well, like Captain Nemo is from uh, Moby Dick, but I mean, we heard that story. But like people know that they casted for Hook's father. Okay. So I don't know if that's like how they're going to tie it in, but I mean it would be really cool. Be I love these sessions with Emma. <laughs> Yeah, these therapy sessions and the fact that like she's now actually accepted her role as the savior and she has a family, she's a mother, mm-hmm. she has power, she's gonna save people. I'm all for that. I too. love it, but Emma might have some trust issues again with therapists after yeah. this whole Archie exactly. switch. Like, no one was really harping on the fact that, you know, she opened up to someone who was in disguise as her therapist. That's supposed to be one of the most trusted yeah. relationships. Exactly. And it was like in the car, there. awkward moment. I he mean, followed yeah. her home, like yeah, there's just, just it's just ironic because in the jail, she with Jasmine, she's like, I have a superpower. It's to tell if you're lying or not. And then, like, here, they actually happen to her. I was like, come on, I man. know. Your superpower is so iffy. I know. You know, something, I'm going back to Hook for a second. Aren't we've, we all? We've seen his Good father point. before, though. So is it the same? Because remember, like, he left him on the boat and everything. Yeah, we did get some So of is it the same father? I don't know. We'll see. Because, like you said, they casted their father, but I thought we'd already been there and done that. Because remember, yeah, he, like, met up did. with his father, and then some stuff went down, and his father ended up, um, like, didn't he end up killing his father or something? Or he was James' father. There was a big thing that went on with yeah. that. Where he, like, I'm trying to remember. Yeah. It was, it was like, a, a hot minute just... ago. Like, it was... It was what did it, it was... Huh? Well, I missed what you just asked. Oh, I was just oh. saying that we we either that I don't remember exactly what happened. We did I, get his father. I think it was last season. Yeah, or was it David's father that they hired? <laughs> There's so many people. Oh, Maybe Captain Nemo was David's Hulk father. Killed, Maybe Hook killed David's father. Is what? Okay, but I do remember there was a scene where there were scenes where Hook. You know, Hook Hook's Hook's father abandoned him. him. Yeah. Hook, is it, Hook killed his dad. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Chad. Okay, so I'm not yeah. crazy. So many storylines. You guys are awesome. Yeah. But are on it. That's what I'm thinking is is we've seen the father before and we've seen him. You know, he has a new son. Remember that? Yeah. And he, has a whole he was just like, I don't want any part of this, and I'm pretty sure he killed his father. So like, if there was going to be another father figure in here, I wonder if it is him coming back or if it's a new father figure, like an uncle or something like that. Or it's David's father. 20,000. That too. All right. 20, 000. 000. All right. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Where can everyone keep up with you guys? You can follow me on Twitter at TV. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Mr. Dakota T. Jones. I'm everywhere at Roxy Stryer. And I'm everywhere at the Tiana Hobson. Make sure you check out at AfterBuzz TV across all social media platforms. Check out all the shows that we do all week. We're up to so many shows and it's fall and everything's great. So watch... Watch, watch, watch. Mm-hmm. All right, until next week, we will see you guys then. <laughs> watch, watch. Watch, watch, watch. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 